Over 500,000 species of plants and animals here in Costa Rica. Incredible. Let's talk a little bit about amphibians. First of all, they developed around 400 million years ago in an era that was known as the Paleozoic era. They developed from fish and were probably the first animals to walk on land. Water, however, is still essential for them today, as the term amphibian indicates. They spend one part of their lives mostly in the juvenile stage in water and another on land. Amphibians not only breathe through lungs, but also have thin skins that assist oxygen conversion. All amphibians are carnivores. They seem defenseless at first, but many species develop toxin production in the skin that make them less tasty for predators. The most famous example here in Costa Rica is the poison dart frog. Amphibians, of course, are usually found in or around moist places near streams and puddles and wet forests. There's a lot of those here in Costa Rica. Uh, the frog population is disappearing as there has been a significant decline in amphibian populations over the world, a scientific controversy has begun. No clear reasons have been found yet, but it is assumed that amphibians might be indicators of environmental health. This might announce ecological, ecological excuse me, transformations that will affect other species later. Another hint points to a disease spread by the African toad However, Panama has already lost a huge number of its frog population and almost a third of the worldwide frog population is vanishing. The golden toad of Monteverde is Costa Rica's first one to be extinct. Be sure to Google that, the golden toad of Monteverde. It has a, a very peculiar story. Let's hope that something can be done against this development before it's too late. Let's talk about the rain frog. They're usually of a cryptic coloring. They can be found on low and middle elevations and mostly live in forests. And raid frogs have distinctively large finger discs that serve as suction cups. Most Costa Rican rain frogs are tiny, but some species, such as the smoky jungle frog, can range up to five inches. That specific frog, the smoky jungle frog, is able to discharge a potent poison. It messes with the nervous system and blocks activity in the animal that's being poisoned. But it has to enter the body through mucous membranes. Mere touching the frog is not dangerous unless you have any open wounds. Breeding behavior can be quite different. Some lay eggs in most places on land and others put them in foam nests near water. An interesting behavior is the deposition of eggs in water pools uh, which are attached to trees on some of the plants. The tree frog, they have large heads with long snouts and are usually very small. They vary in color while some are inconspicuous, others, the mostly poisonous ones, are of very bright colors and their eyes are quite big. And you've uh, seen or heard about the red-eyed tree frog in Costa Rica. They're usually green, the eyes are red, and they are huge. The glass frog, Small tree frogs of translucent green color with round pads on their toes to hold onto leaves. That's called the glass frog. If you put one belly down on a piece of glass, you can actually see its internal organs and observe its heartbeat. Incredible. The poison dart frog. 
They're tiny frogs in radiant colors in the humid lowlands. Their name stems from poison contained in their skin that native Colombian tribes used to use for poison on their arrows. They just had to rub the arrows on the backs. When shot into their prey, the poison would enter the bloodstream and paralyze it. A likely reason why these frogs produce such strong poisons is that their main diet consists of ants. The frogs, they take in a lot of formic acid, which is processed into the darts frog poison. The seven species of Costa Rican poison dart frogs are poisonous, but not lethal for humans. You can even touch them unless you have an open wound. Only if the venom makes it into your blood circulation, you will be locally paralyzed for which around the place the poison entered. And just an interesting fact about the poison dart frog, the eggs of most species can survive with little water and are laid on the forest floor. Poison dart frogs actually show the most interesting breeding behavior after hatching the tadpoles are carried by the female adult up to the canopy in a bromelide containing water. In these protected pools, the tadpoles develop into froglets. The female frog even returns to feed them with unfertilized eggs. No other non-mammal or bird shows similar parental care <laughs> to their offspring. There's a big toad in Costa Rica too. They call it Papa Sapo. <laughs> the toad is a terrestrial frog subgroup that has thicker and drier skin, enabling it to live on land. The easiest way to recognize a toad is usually by the wart resembling glands that are spread all over their body. Poisonous glands are mostly located on the back of the head, releasing a toxic substance that can kill small animals the size of dogs. During breeding time, male toads migrate to ponds where their famous calls are heard, and after some mating performances, the male release a cloud of sperm into the water into which female releases between 100 and 20,000 eggs. After a few days, the eggs hatch and tadpoles emerge. These again developed into toadlets, After around one or two months thereafter, leaving the water for an existence on land. Everything that you want to learn about in Costa Rica is amazing. Simply Google amphibians of Costa Rica. You're going to learn more about the poison dart frog and all the big toads and every other amphibian that you could ever imagine. And this makes for a much better vacation or time spent here because you'll know what to look for. 